Welcome to Sustainably Influenced, the podcast hosted by me, Bianca Foley. And me, Charlotte Williams. In this podcast, we explore our efforts to making changes to our lifestyle as influencers, to live a more eco-conscious lifestyle, and hope that we can encourage you to make one small change. This isn't just a podcast for influencers. We want this to be a community of people who are trying to do their bit, where we can learn from one another and share our tips. So join in the conversation over on our Instagram, at Sustainably Influenced. Hello everyone, welcome back. Today on the podcast we have Jasmine Wick-Stevens, founder of Known PR and Face, the No BS capsule collection of face masks. After working for some of the UK's top beauty agencies for over a decade, Jasmine decided to set up her own agency, Known PR, three years ago. Jasmine has tried hundreds of products, listened to a lot of experts, helped tell a lot of stories from many, many brands and saw a gap that she wanted to fill. This led to the launch of Face in February this year, a collection for skin disrupted by life, giving consumers a new way to shop for their concerns. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. And um, I'm really sorry because there's some sort of like uh, gardening work that's just kicked off outside my house. So if you can hear like (laughs) drilling or something, really sorry about that. That's classic, isn't it? Typical timing. It's always the way. I'm I'm sure that there's going to be banging and clanging in the background of my (laughs) <laughs> a real life podcast we are real working women in a working world so yeah that's fine um, so I guess we'll just get into the questions and start here so um we've both been using the collection for a few months now so and thank you so much for sending them out I absolutely love mine I've got it on as we speak and you were kind enough to send them out before the launch so can you tell our audience a little bit more about face and how it came to be yeah of course so um like you um, said in the introduction about me, I, I, um, I've been working in beauty communications for sort of over a decade and um, I've, had, I've been really lucky to work with lots of really brilliant brands and um, try sort of countless skincare products. Um, but a couple of years, I, I, you know, and I've always kind of wanted to do something for myself, but never really known what. Um, it's not like I have, you know, like horrendous acne and I found a miracle cure or anything like that. And so anyway, a couple of years ago, I went to um, an award ceremony with some colleagues and friends of mine. And after, you know, a few too many wines, we got chatting and discussing about different beauty brands and what would be really cool to create. And and it was kind of just like a, you know, one of those drunken conversations that you have that don't usually sort of mean or amount to anything. Um, but the next day, I just I just couldn't shake it off. And I just kept thinking, you know, maybe I could do something. I was quite sort of underwhelmed by the contents of the beauty bag that we got from the awards and yeah I just really felt like maybe I could do something could create something that was a bit more interesting that worked really really well um I have a great pool of resource around me and um I know that you know um we might go on to talk about that later but I have a great sort of pool of resource around me in terms of beauty journalists and beauty experts and I use that that expertise a lot when it comes to sort of consulting for other brands through my PR agency but yeah I just felt like maybe there was an opportunity there for me to create something so anyway bring this brings me to face so it also really started um with this concept around kind of creating something for period skin so I work in an all-female team and we are period obsessed you know we're always talking about whether what's going on with our periods when we're on our period and how it makes us feel and how it's affecting our skin and this and that and it kind of like fascinates us how we all think and how kind of cool that is but also 
quite weird and yeah so from there I just had this idea about creating something for your kind of period skin um and when I sort of looked into that I, I realized soon that there wasn't really anything out for that directly there and then and it just gave me the idea that maybe we could talk about skincare in a, in a fresher way, in a different way, and talk about skincare in a way that was actually real to the way people talk about their skin in, in real life. So, you know, you'll, you'll say things like, oh, I've, I've had too many late nights and my skin's broken out, or I've been working out loads and my skin's doing this and that. And yeah, it just felt like a fresher and, and a different way um, to, talk about, to talk about skin. And so that's kind of how it all started, really. Absolutely love that. We absolutely love that you've partnered with beauty experts. I think it's so interesting and not a lot of people actually do that when they're launching their own product. Um, can you tell us about who you partnered with and um, why you thought it was necessary to do so? I partnered with a whole kind of pool of beauty experts from beauty journalists to bloggers to aromatherapists, um, chemists, uh, designers. So my husband's actually a graphic designer and a lot of what work he's done has been within the beauty arena. So he kind of helped with all of our branding, all of our packaging, but it was a real kind of combined effort. I wanted to make sure that every single step of the way we tested all the concepts, we tested all the formulas um, and literally every single thing, every single bit of messaging, you know, even the colours and the look and feel, everything we did was tested along the way because I wanted to make sure that when, when I actually brought it to market that I could feel really, really confident in um, what we'd created. Um, like I said, this wasn't about kind of me personally and my own skin journey. It was very much about kind of creating something that I thought was going to resonate with lots of different people on lots of different levels. Having said that, you know, obviously, you know, is my brand. There wasn't an, an aspect of kind of my influence over that. And that was really about me kind of looking at my own life and the, the products that I would always kind of grab for or, or not. Um, and listening to my peers like I said earlier so you know for me I became a mum two and a half years ago and when Frank my son was born all of my good skincare habits definitely went out the window and you know even to the extent of some nights I wasn't even brushing my teeth which I know is completely disgusting but the one thing <laughs> the one thing I would genuinely do I leave on mask you know I've worked with some really amazing brands like Dr. Hauschka, Clark's Botanicals were always kind of two of my favourites. And um, even when I felt really rubbish, when I felt like I was never going to do, you know, even a three-step cleansing routine, let alone kind of like a 10-step regimen, I would still kind of grab for one of these masks, something that I could just slap on, leave to do its magic and go, and still kind of feel like I hadn't really and completely fallen off the wagon. So yeah. whilst kind of like the concept was sort of tested everywhere, it was also about me kind of looking at what was something that I would engage with and therefore I felt other people that were perhaps in similar situations as me, people that were kind of busy mums or time poor or people that were exercising a lot, a lot, you know, working out a lot, people that were, you know, and obviously people on their periods that, you know, that's applicable for a lot of people. They're all, all, all the kind of moments in your life when you feel like you can't really be bothered, you can't really be asked to deal with your skin, but actually kind of ironically they're the times when your skin needs it the most so it was kind of all of these things coming together um to kind of create it into a concept that actually took sort of two years to develop in the end okay brilliant two years such a long period of your life and also yeah. you're at the age of your son is that no <laughs> yeah exactly he's two and a half so yeah about about five months in oh wow yeah. oh wow gosh face <laughs> Yeah, what a time to start a business. <laughs> <laughs> well, I started knowing um, when I just found out he was pregnant. So, you know, 
Oh, wow. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like a serious business woman entrepreneur. They, <laughs> they do it all at the same time. Birth a baby, birth a business. Love that. Um, know, maybe I like being manically busy. I don't know. I think probably yeah. it's that. I think I have a little bit of that in me as well. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, if, if I'm not doing a million things at once, I'm not happy. So I totally, I totally <laughs> resonates with me. <laughs> um, so something we really like is that the collection is vegan, cruelty-free, I'm going to make a whole list here, 100% plant-based and formulated with all, without all the nasties. Why was that specifically important for you with creating your product? Um, I think it was a number of reasons, really. Um, firstly, because I'd been lucky enough um, to work with loads and loads of really amazing and high-performance natural brands in the past. So I really kind of experienced the sort of power of natural firsthand and really kind of believed in its efficacy Mm. so it was that also and also because of that I felt like you know if you can create a brand that's going to be vegan it's going to be cruelty free it's going to be you know semi-sustainable then surely that has to be the way forward now I think um long gone are the days when brands that aren't ticking those boxes you know I don't think that they'll have that longevity um to be honest because I think more and more consumers are looking for more sustainable options and you know by no means is the brand perfect I spent a really long time looking at what material we were going to house the you know house the product in and I went back back and forth with plastic and aluminium and plastic and aluminium and I decided to use plastic because I couldn't actually see and if anyone out there has like you know some data and some research that they'd like to share I'd absolutely love to see it because we are developing new products at the moment and again I'm, just, I'm going through this whole kind of cycle and this journey of knowing what to do again but we couldn't really find an option for the packaging, especially that was a hundred percent sustainable. And I don't think there's one out there. Um, mm. So I work with some other brilliant brands. I work with Faith and Nature. I work with Tisserand and, you know, we're often talking about this and what we can do to be more sustainable within our brands. And, they're often going, you know, they're lucky they have, they're bigger brands than mine and they have access to lots and lots of conferences and summits and they're, you know, obviously not right now, but previously we're often kind of traveling around the country and, and around, and around um, the globe going to these things to be better educated. And we always kind of report back to each other whenever we've got an insight on anything. And I think right now there, there isn't really the perfect solution. So it's, it's just about really to answer your question, doing the best that we can with what we've got available to us now, if that makes sense. Yeah. But that's, that's the whole point of it. As far as we're concerned, it's everyone's got to try. And if you can do what you can at the moment, and then as things develop and there's new methods and new technologies out there, then you can adapt your business to incorporate that at a later stage. But it's, yeah, I think the actual product itself is, is made in a completely, like you've made it with mindfulness and you've made it with a purpose. So yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, totally agreed. And this sounds really basic, but they're all, the packaging is also beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we just talk about it for a second. It is so pretty. I remember we, I think you showed me um, last year before it launched, we were on a shoot together. And I think you showed me then just a little sneak peek. And I was like, yeah, oh, did. And I've been thinking about it like ever since, even after you lot, um, before you launched, I was like, oh my God, when is that launching? Because it was so striking, like the packaging was so strong. And when you sent over your press release for it, I was like, wow, the products, I've got them next to me here. They're so pretty. The colours that you've used. are beautiful. Branding, and your Instagram's wicked as well. We're big fans. Yeah. <laughs> 
thank you that means such a lot um I'll make sure I report back to Dan as well my husband because he'll love that bit of feedback um, <laughs> yeah like I think for for me and for us the branding and the brand itself and building that brand is as equally as important as the formulation yeah. because you know, whilst of course we want the formula formulas to work really well and um to do what they're going to say they to do what they say they're going to do because that's so important but it's also you know these days people buy into the brand as a whole concept they buy into the lifestyle and to what you stand for and you know who doesn't want a product that has real shelfy appeal like everybody does yeah. instagram's obviously such a huge platform now that you know that was definitely part of our consideration and also just having something that stood out you know there's so many lovely brands out there you know that are really kind of white or pink and we just really wanted to do or green because they're natural but and we just really wanted to do something that stood out so again a lot of research was um undertaken within that just to make sure that we couldn't really see anything else that looked like, look like our it. collection. And again, yeah. it's like for our MPD, we're going through that whole journey again of trying to find something that we think is going to like stand out, but also kind of fit what the product is. Because originally I, was, I really wanted to do something, you know, like really um, maximalist, really kind of floral and loud, kind of like um, Gucci inspired. Not that I should probably say that, oh, but yeah. that, you know, that's, that's what I had in my head I wanted to do and then when you just try to put that on a tube it just looked naff it looked like something and no offense but just for someone's you know 90 year old grandma and so it's yeah. just interesting as well because the you know the packaging also has to be reflective of, of the of what's inside and what it is so whilst you can kind of go out there with it you also have to be slightly considered in that it doesn't always work in the in the format that you're going to present it in yeah no you're totally right and something that's also quite cool I think is that a lot of brands you've kind of touched on it but a lot of brands are really going for like a very similar aesthetic they're trying to be yeah, definitely. it's all clean and white but your product is clean you've not kind of stepped away from that um kind of min minimalist feel, minimalist yeah kept color and excitement with it and yeah I just find it quite interesting how I don't look at the product and think oh my god it's like crazy it's like very minimalist it's very clean looking but it's just also it's very chic that's what when I first received it I looked at the packet and I was like this is so chic yeah. and it's like said that it's got to have that shelfy appeal so I was thinking to myself when it's in my shelf in my cupboard and it I open up the cupboard and I think oh yeah I'm gonna reach for that because it stands out but not because it's garish but because it's beautiful packaging and I know that the product works yeah oh well, thank you that's so good to hear i'm also but, just I'm sitting here chuckling to myself because my husband's decided that now would be a good time to do the hoovering which is <laughs> like he, i've been whinging at him to do chores for the last three weeks and um you know when we first met he was really domesticated and then like suddenly that's all gone out the window through um lockdown and uh yeah it's just funny that now he's decided that <laughs> yes, the so apologies for anyone that can hear um in the background <laughs> but what's quite funny is just before this, just before you jumped on the call, Bianca and I were talking pretty much about this with our partners, how they've just decided to individually do different things at this time. And it's just like, <laughs> did you not hear the words like, us recording? <laughs> I, I, was saying, I was like, please, please, please keep it down. Please, please. I can't go. But it's okay. <sighs> I'm, anyway. I'm in his space at the moment. He's used to being in the house on his own. I, I have to, I can't take over everywhere. <laughs> I work from home quite a lot and so does my partner so I'm not sure what like where this is coming from but yeah it's trying to bring the podcast down I think 
Anyway, so next question. Um, so how has it been launching at such a crazy time? Because you launched in Feb and we've obviously gone into lockdown mid-March. Um, have you had to change your strategy in any way or have you kind of been going straight um, with what you planned? Yeah, no, 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 definitely. Like um, as somebody that works in communications, it's really important to me um, and really front of mind for me that obviously when times are so challenging for so many people that I've wanted to maintain a level of sensitivity and kind of everything that we've done so whilst so I think to be honest I haven't really had a strategy it's been more about kind of adapting it every single day as we've gone along so when we first launched you know um I received such a huge amount of press interest which was amazing um but then the sales did stop I'm not gonna lie you know for literally two weeks nothing came through and I did have one of those moments where I was like oh my God, is this, you know, is this going to be the end of it before we've even started? Which obviously would have been devastating after that much time kind of focusing and, and obviously investment within this. However, since then, I think, you know, I have definitely seen things pick up a lot. There's definitely been a lot more kind of positive interest in with people kind of looking at ways to self-care at home. People are definitely masking more. And so in terms of our strategy, it's just been about looking day by day at what we feel is appropriate in terms of communicating with our customers. So, you know, mm -hmm. at first, obviously it would have been completely inappropriate to kind of make any jokes, it, you know, when this first hit, it was so serious and we wanted to be really sensitive to that. But obviously since then, you know, we're all trying to look to kind of more lighthearted things to kind of get a bit of a, you know, a bit of escapism. So I think it's just been really that. It's just been about adjusting day by day. I think what what has been interesting is just, you know, for me, I'm I'm not a retailer. I'm, I'm a communications expert. So I've not had any experience of kind of retailing a product to market before. So I had no expectation in terms of how it would go. But it has been really interesting for me to see the kind of peaks and troughs in terms of what's happening kind of out there. And definitely at the moment, we're seeing a peak with people kind of looking to, like I said before, kind of self-care at home. And I think the great thing about, face masks as well is that because the consistencies are kind of they're sort of gel like I sometimes say they're a bit like a sheet mask but without the sheet um yeah. it, and they're very kind of zoom call friendly so I think you know a lot of people are kind of like masking more in the day they're whacking on a, a mask like a face mask mm -hmm. because they can you know you couldn't really sit there with your full kind of clay mask on at the moment you might look a bit mental on your zoom call um <laughs> So, so yeah, I think um, that's how we've kind of adapted, like I say, just sort of looking day by day, trying to be sensitive to what's happening and just working together a lot more. You know, what I've really noticed and the positive thing to come out of this is how open everybody is to collaborating. So, you know, I've been inundated with requests from other brands who want to collaborate on something whether that's a piece of content for a newsletter a competition I don't know I'm even looking at how we can kind of do live events with a DJ or something just like you know to create a bit of fun and it's been so lovely to connect with lots of kind of like-minded individuals that want to make the best of a bad situation that want to kind of you know support our network whether that be professionally whether that be our customers and just kind of yeah, like I say, trying to create some sort of piece of positive content as a result of what's happening. Yeah, I love that. And I think sensitivity at this time is really important. I think um, I'm on a similar side working with brands and kind of pushing their social media and their communications. And it is, it is just a really awkward time because everyone's going through something different, even though we're all going through the same thing. So um, really loving your social media because it's really lighthearted and 
funny and it has been since the launch you've got a very good sense of humor um it comes through um <laughs> yeah some of the posts I'm like oh my god that's really funny um <laughs> well, it's, it's not that I'm surprised but you know we're just like oh so someone's social media account that is actually funny <laughs> um, and it's definitely as you said though because I've been wearing masks nearly every day like a friend of mine texted me the other day she said um I'm trying to do quarantine I'm trying to do isolation Bianca style so she texted me a picture of her wearing a face mask and it's exactly <laughs> and I've been wearing masks on every single zoom call if I haven't got makeup on I've got the mask on just so that I feel a little bit more done up and because it kind of soaks in and it just looks like your skin it's so easy to still wear so I'm really happy using it. And I've been using the, um, I've been specifically using the period one for the past week or so, oh, I think. Interesting. I've only sweaty. Um, yeah. So I use it either as a moisturiser or as a mask. Um, yeah. But it's because I'm always sweaty, but I'm going to try. I'm actually currently on my period, so I'm going to try periods today. Because I've just, yeah, I looked in the mirror. I've got a massive breakout on like one side of my face. Oh, that's what happened to me last week. Yeah, how how it works for you tomorrow? We've had some um, really amazing um, testimonials from customers, like people that have, I couldn't actually believe it because, like I say, this is not my background, so I couldn't believe how many customers have actually been compelled to like send us, you know, comments and pictures to show their results because I didn't really maybe I'm just stupid or naive or whatever but I didn't really think people did that but they do you know if people like your brand they they really and they really get into it they want to share that with you and that and they want to champion it for you yeah and that's been amazing I mean that's like the best thing ever obviously that's so nice yeah I'll definitely let you know um, yeah, I saw a, I saw a real difference in my skin using it though. I saw because I normally get like a hormonal breakout on my chin, and it came. And I started using the mask, and I thought, oh, "Yep, this is my chance. Let me get on it." And the next morning, I woke up, and all the redness that I tend to get in my chin and my cheeks was completely gone. And when I'm on my period, I tend to wake up with loads of little white pimples on my cheeks. None of that this month. Which was oh, I good. love that. So yeah, so good little podcast testimonial there yeah <laughs> if I could just have that written down please. <laughs> yeah sure sure <laughs> sounds like that one um, so something that's also really cool about your brand is that you've um partnered with social enterprise hey girls mm-hmm. can you tell us a little bit more about their buy one give one initiative and just generally how the partnership came about yeah so um again when I was kind of developing the brand I felt like it was a good opportunity for me to partner um with a charity of some sort um you know like you know if you're if you're retailing a product from your own website then there's no reason why you know you can't give back as part of that you know and that's a really lovely and nice and satisfying thing to be able to do so it felt because we obviously have the period mask it felt really natural for me to explore working with a period charity and I don't really know a person alive who wouldn't empathize and get behind actually kind of period poverty as a topic like yeah it's absolutely horrific and ridiculous that in this day and age that it's still something that people within the UK and globally are suffering with um and so again just good old Instagram did a bit of research saw hey girls really liked the way they communicated with their customer really liked what they stood for and I liked the the fact that what was different about Hey Girls is that they have their, their buy one, give one scheme. So basically any product that you buy from Hey Girls, they then donate someone uh, the same equivalent, sorry, to somebody in need. So if you buy your period pants or you buy your tampons or um, 
your sanitary towels, whatever it is that you like to use um, to have your period with, um, you can buy it from them and then they'll donate someone. And so I just love the idea of if you could buy a mask from us, being able to do the same. And so I spoke yeah. to the team there and just sort of said, you know, if obviously if we made that contribution to you, would you be happy to partner up with us? And, you know, they were up for it. And so that happened. And obviously it's been amazing. It's definitely been one of the things that has hooked people into the brand. I think, you know, it's, it's really, really nice for us and for people buying from us to have that um, sort of tangible thing that they know that they're doing. So rather than, you know, just donating 5% or 50p or whatever it is that you're doing, it's nice for them to actually be able to know that they're, you know, sort of donating a tangible item to somebody that needs it via us. Yeah, definitely. And I can actually testify to how good the Hey Girls pants are because I've used them this month. Oh, cool. They're brilliant. Um, I've been looking for some period pants for ages because yeah. my journey to living a slightly more sustainable or ethical lifestyle, I wanted to stop using tampons and sanitary towels and all of that. Um, so I was so glad when I found out about them. And then that they have been incredible. They're so comfortable and... <laughs> Surprisingly, I think I was a little bit panicked at first when I first put them on. I was like, oh my gosh, have I leaked? Oh, all this stuff. And I kept thinking to myself, oh, but within like, within like two hours, you kind of get used to it and you feel so comfortable and it doesn't, they're just, I think it's just such an innovative idea and it's just brilliant that we can, we can be able to do that and that we can do something good whilst doing something good. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Definitely. That's really cool. I'm glad you've tried them as well. They'll love yes, that. Loved, loved them. Really. <laughs> I'm going to order a couple more pairs because I think it'd be good to have a few more. Um, but they're so easy to use. And I think everybody thinks, oh, well, I don't want to wash them in the washing machine and all this stuff. Because I've had a conversation with a couple of people that I know and their, their worry is, oh, well, I don't want to put that Oh, But it's got blood on it. I don't want to put it in the washing machine. I was like, you just rinse it out. That's what washing machines are for, though. I'm That's what washing machines are for, <laughs> exactly. People are so, I don't understand. But yeah, brilliant. So easy, and you can wash them pretty much normally. I did it on a 30 degree delicate wash, and they're fine. Bish, bash, bosh. Done. Exactly. There you go. Second <laughs> test of minutes. about washing. Have you noticed this, B? We set, not every episode, but in a lot of our episodes, we've brought up washing machines. Bing tips. <laughs> I don't know why this keeps happening. Clearly very domesticated, obviously. Basically, yeah. Oh my god, okay. Uh, <laughs> okay, so we know that you literally just launched, but what's next for Faith? Are you planning on bringing out more products in the future or expanding the collection? I actually yeah. know that you've got like socks on the website, which was really cool. So are you going to be doing anything else like that? Yeah, so we are a few things. So we're just about to sort of relaunch um, our face packs. So basically, obviously seeing that, you know, a lot of us are at home. I've seen all over Instagram that um, people are wearing um, socks with their sandals. And I don't think, you know, anyone's wearing their hair down. So we've obviously got our hair pinned. So I've worked with a few really cool experts, um, which will be revealed soon. So um, an amazing makeup artist, facialist and hairstylist as well to provide me with a load of content on how um, people can kind of um, get 
their Zoom face makeup look ready in like five minutes, how they can create some really cool and easy kind of up styles. And also if they do want to ramp up their masking, how they can do some at-home massage techniques. So basically oh, what, wow. what, what we're launching is the face pack. So it's the face mask, the socks and the clips, along with all of this like content from all these really amazing experts. Um, so that's something that I'm working on short term. So that's going to hopefully go... Um, out there next week and then we are developing new products but I'm not going to say just because the development process is such a long one it takes a really long time for me to be happy with the formulas because like I said I'm not I'm not an expert in terms of formulation I have to call on a lot of people's help um, we tend to go back and forth with our lab um, a lot of times and unless I'm 100% happy with the end result that won't be the product that we bring to market so whilst I've got a few things bubbling away at the moment um and hopefully to to be launched this year I don't want to commit to telling you guys what just yeah. in case that isn't the thing totally that you find if you see totally. what I'm thinking. Oh. yeah of course and I'm, I'm looking at the hair clips now and they're so cute because they tie in with each of the masks so you've got the period face clips and the sweaty one and the tired ones. They're so, so cute. And then you've got the matching socks. It's like a whole look. Um, yeah. <laughs> like a whole look. It's a whole look. Um, we've come to the end of our questions. So what we normally do is we ask our guests to set us some sort of sustainability challenge each week. So is there anything you'd like to ask us to do? Um, well, I was just thinking because we had a bit of a chat in terms of packaging and not really concluding what the best route forward is in terms of sustainability. Maybe this week you guys could check the packaging of everything you're using and do like a little bit of a, an update in terms of like what it is, whether it's recyclable and, and what your thoughts are on that. How about that? Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it ties in perfectly. I'm very happy with that. Good, 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 good. Oh, thank cool. you so much. Well, thank um, you for having me. Oh, that's to totally fine. Um, if we wanted to find you on social media, where could we find you? Yep, so face is we are face um, with two A's. And um, personally, I'm just on Instagram with J-A-S underscore W-S. Um, but yeah, if anyone's got, like I said before, if anyone's got any thoughts on kind of like packaging and any recommendations, I'd definitely be up for hearing those because like I say, it's, you know, it's a, an ever-evolving journey to conclude what to do next. And, um, you know, if, like, for example, I was looking into um sugarcane options and I was speaking to another brown founder and she was saying that she thinks that that's actually terrible I, I don't know I'm not an expert so if anyone out there has any insight on any of that please sh share it with me because I'd Definitely. you know be really open to hearing that oh amazing yes okay I love that and we'll make sure that we'll post that on our Instagram as well because there are some really amazing people that follow us that have that insight okay oh yeah great. definitely cool yeah, that's cool but yeah I guess that's the end of this episode. I can't speak. This episode. <laughs> but um, everyone have a great weekend. And thanks again to everybody listening. If you've got any queries or anything that you want to talk to us about, please feel free to send us a message on Instagram at Sustainably Influenced. Amazing. Peace out.